Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music, there's no interruptions, it's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. No way. Q104, it's Morgan and Bill. We are the Q Morning Show. So Morgan and I share this Google document, and we have it on our laptops, and we type things in there. That's how we stay on the same page as the show goes on throughout the morning. This morning, Morgan wrote in, Good News Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, I have some good news to start the day. I like it. Good News Tuesday. Let's... Bring it. It's not like Bring me the good news. Groundbreaking, but I, I mean, it's made me very happy. Hey, man, I'm looking for good news anywhere I can right now. And, you know, I'll take it. Tuesdays are like slump days for some people, I feel like. You know, Monday, you still have a little bit of the adrenaline from the weekend, but everyone needs a little extra boost of serotonin on a Tuesday, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so, you know, my fiance, David, who lives in London, who comes here and leaves and comes here and leaves and comes here and leaves. I do know him. <laughs> I have met this guy. I've met this character. That's what he does. Right. You guys have been doing the long distance relationship thing for a long time now. Five and a half years. Yeah. We see the light at the end of the tunnel, though. We're trying to get married. We're doing what we can. Do you remember when David is going back to London? It's sometime this month, is it not? It's Sunday. Okay, this Sunday. Yeah, which is sad because, I mean, I always feel this way, but I really feel this way this time. Don't you feel like he just got here? He did just get here. He just got here. Like, it's it's 90 days separation, right? So he's got to be gone for 90, and then he can be here for 90. Rough. That's roughly the timeline, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like he... Yeah, he can only be here for 90 days at a time, but this trip was much shorter than our normal trip. It was only about six weeks. And when you take into consideration that he had two work trips in Idaho and California, I feel like I've barely seen him. Right. Well, the good news, and it's just little because, you know, we're just delaying the inevitable, but he's not leaving on Sunday. Why is he not leaving? He changed his flight. He's okay. leaving next week. Oh, next week. <laughs> so he's just delaying it by a couple days. Eight, I have eight more days with David in the United States this time around. Well, I'm glad you weren't going to say that he is refusing to leave. <laughs> no, that would be a problem, I think. And then the authorities are going to be like, no, you got to leave this country. They're not going to, they have a SWAT team surrounding your apartment building. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So you've got, you've got to, 
take advantage of that opportunity then. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we we were like joking about it. He's like, should I see if I could change my flight for free? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then he could, which was weird. I mean, we've never had that before where you could just change your flight for no additional fee. But I think it's because he flies so much. Now he's on the medallion status. He's so bougie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, But yeah, he was able to change it. So now he, instead of leaving on Sunday the 16th, he will not leave until Monday the 24th. That's awesome. Bonus David time. Bonus David. Yeah, you guys got to take advantage of it. Do something fun. Yeah, we absolutely are going to, except we have a wedding this weekend. (laughs) We have family plans next week. Why is the summer going by so fast? It is going by quickly. I don't understand it either. I like the good news. Yeah. I like Good News Tuesday. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104, Morgan and Bill. Morgan said something the other day that really resonated with me. I think it was in a meeting. She said, you know, if we had a window in our studio... It would be a game changer. Oh, absolutely. And you are so right, because at this time of morning, in my head, as we're talking on the radio show, I imagine it to be pitch dark outside. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. As I'm looking at the TV, I think we have Fox 8 on and, and Sky Fox is flying around and I'm like, hey, it's sunny and beautiful this yeah, morning. Yeah, the sun is starting to rise. We need some light in here. But in my mind, I think that it's dark. And it is dark, I think, at certain parts of the year. Like, probably in the wintertime, it's still dark Yeah, right now. I'd say about 7 o'clock, the sun probably rises in winter. Who knows? I don't know, because I never see the sun, because we don't have any windows. It's probably not practical to get one in here, though. I know. But you know what sucks is that all you have to do is walk out the door, and there's a, there's a window right there. Yeah. So, like, why can't we just have a big window right here? And, uh, yeah, they would have to do some adjustments to the, the historic Halley building to it put does, a window right there. It does good for the soul to be able to see the world outside, not these padded walls. <laughs> you know, like, doesn't it feel like we're kind of in a cell? Maybe we should talk to the building. Like, we should talk to the building... The building? building ma- like, the walls? The uh, the building managers. Manager, okay. Like, we should... I think it's K&D. We should talk to K&D. What would you and say to K&D? We really want a window. What do we have to do to get it? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Easy as that. You know what this time also makes me think of? Like, in the summertime, at 6.30 in the morning, at 7 a.m., when I was a kid... And I don't know why I still have this memory. I would have to get up and I would have to go to swimming lessons. Really? At the community pool <laughs> at Tuscora Park in New Philadelphia. And that's that's where I had my swimming lessons. And as you might imagine, it is freezing in the pool at that 7 early in, the in the morning. morning yeah. yeah. And I, I was not successful. I, they may have let me stop taking swimming lessons, but I never learned how to swim. Huh. I couldn't you don't do know it. how to swim? It was just an awful experience for me to be in a freezing pool at 7 a.m. And I was kind of scared at the water. Right. At that age. Like, for for instance, one of the things you had to do to pass the course was you had to tread water for five minutes. Right. And I couldn't do that. I just, I panicked after what? like one. I would be like, no, I need to touch the side. I can't do this. I can't move just my arms and my legs in the deep end. For five straight minutes, I have to, and I kept touching the side, and they're like, don't touch the side! <laughs> be like, I can't, I can't do it, I'm too scared! 
No, I think they just got me. I think they just kicked me out of the course. I right. never, never really learned how to swim. Where did you learn how to swim? In school. What do we you mean? We had in, a class. What do you mean in school? We had swimming class in middle school. So what? like, you know, first block, second block, third block, one of those was swimming. And we would walk from the middle school to the high school and we'd have the swim coaches, Mr. Arnold. I can't remember the other swim coach's name at this point, but we would swim like as a as a class in school. No kidding. Yeah. Now that's the way to do it. Yeah. It was hard, though. It wasn't just like paddle. It was like swim 100 yards, you know, learn how to dive correctly. It was legit. Did they give you a kickboard they and did. stuff like that? Yeah, they that was helpful. They gave us a kickboard. They gave us a swimming cap, which was always fun <laughs> to put on, you know, 24 inches of hair. It, like, ripped my hair out every single time I had to take it off. But, yeah, that's how I learned to swim. Ooh la la. Look at your school that had a pool. <laughs> we did have a pool. We Fancy to, pants over there. We just had to go to the park. <laughs> Q104. Rayma, Selena Gomez, it's Calm Down. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. So my family, Morgan, is getting ready for just a small little mini trip. Sunday we're leaving to go to Pittsburgh. Nice. And we're just going for a couple of days. What's that, two-hour drive from you and Rocky River? According to my iPhone, it's two hours and four minutes. There you go. And uh, the only thing that we have on the schedule so far is we're going to watch... The Guardians are going to be there, so we're going to watch the Guardians play... The Pirates, and then we're looking for other things to do in Pittsburgh during the day. I don't know what that's going to be, um, but I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, the only time I've ever been to Pittsburgh was for dance competitions, so I spent you know 24 hours inside of a huge convention center, so I don't have any recommendations for you, unfortunately. Maybe some of our listeners do. I'm sure some of them have been to Pittsburgh. Yeah, if, there's, if you've been to Pittsburgh, if there's things to do with the kids that... Uh, that you recommend, please let me know. 216-474-0104. I did find this TikTok hack because road trips with kids can be pretty aggravating. Right. Uh, and especially trying to pack. you you The car can get pretty packed when you've got your suitcases and, and clothes and everything else you want to take for the kids. So this mom on TikTok is sharing a hack that makes it more helpful to pack for a little mini vacation for a road trip. She says, get one of those cheap, over-the-door shoe organizers. You know okay, what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. And she says, you fill each slot of those with a rolled-out outfit for your kid. Oh, great idea. So you just pick it out in advance, and you just shove it in one of the shoe organizers. And then when you're on the trip, you just grab the, uh, grab the outfit, and there you go. That's a really great idea. So I don't know if we have to do that now with a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old, but... Uh, I don't know. Maybe Paula will do it. Maybe Paula will put my clothes in a shoe organizer. Now, do you let your kids pick out their own clothes? Right now. Yeah. Now we do. Okay. Yeah. It used to be where I would uh, I would be responsible for getting their clothes ready the next day for school or for whatever. But now we're kind of letting them do it on their own. And they seem to be doing all right. You know what? I feel like that would be a good way to... Get your kids. I know they don't play games all the Xbox all day long, but it's like if you wanted them to help you pack, that could be like a little a little mini game or something. Like pick out your clothes, roll them up, put it in the shoe holder. Do you think they'd like doing that? 
I don't know if they'll like it, but they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not going to be a game. They might think it's punishment, but they're yeah. going to do it. If you want clothes to wear in Pittsburgh, you better pack them yourself. <laughs> Hollywood Dirt Sheet with Morgan coming up next. What are you working on this morning? Madonna speaks out for the first time since her health scare on Instagram. We'll tell you what she said next. Oh, without you, without you. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning, Morgan and Bill. Morgan, have you seen these videos on TikTok? I think this is a TikTok thing where the boyfriend or the husband, they get down on one knee and they do fake proposals. What? So I, I guess it's the intent is to embarrass your SO while you're out in public. Because I have seen one of these videos and it's uh, it was some girl who was saying that I my boyfriend knows I hate hate attention on me and public proposals or anything like that. So they were at Disneyland and it was this jump cut video of him just, you know, they were outside of a restaurant and he would all of a sudden just get down on one knee and people would turn and watch and grab their phones and she'd just run away. And it happened like seven times. That's so embarrassing. And I laughed like at the first one or two, and then I was like, okay, I, I guess I can see how this would get annoying. Super annoying. And if I was that girl, why are you staying with him? Like, he knows that he's embarrassing you. It's kind of mean to fake a proposal. What if she really wants to be married? So I, I'm doing more. Um, well, it, it actually, I mean, in some of these videos, though, they are married. Like one, what? one wife is complaining about her husband doing this when they're out in public. He's literally just doing it for views. The right. things people will do to go viral these days. But I guess it is a TikTok thing. And there's some contestant on Love Island. Will Young, have you ever heard of him? I've heard of Will Young, yes. Farmer Will. Yeah, he does this. He pretends to propose to his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> and he'll just put up, the, he'll just do it for fun. But see, if I was his girlfriend, I would be like either propose to me for real or be done with it. I guess guys can be annoying. Are you going to do it to Paula? No, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> you know she, how that would end. She would be the kind of person that would be really annoyed. She would be really embarrassed if I did that in public. Right. But I just don't want to do do that to her. <laughs> I don't want the attention either. Okay. Like I don't want a whole bunch of people looking at me out in public, right? Thinking I'm going to do some proposal and that I really don't. Right. Really not going to do it. So yeah, I don't want that attention on well, me. Well, good for either. you. You're smart. Ed Sheeran is in Detroit this weekend. We are going to have tickets for you after 9 this morning on the Q Morning Show. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. So today... And tomorrow, too, it's Prime Day. Oh, let me put the party hat on because it absolutely is a party in here for Prime Day. Is it? Because ah! I have heard nothing about it today. I've already made a purchase today. Three purchases today. I don't know if I should tell that, buying things on the job, but that's See, what you I'm can't, doing. You can't get mad at David if you're going to be buying things on Prime. No, but my purchases on Amazon Prime Day are a lot more practical, like a new mm. iron since ours doesn't work. I'm not buying a $450 drone like my fiance did last year that we have used two times. Now, if you ask David about it, maybe he would come up with some practical reasons why he has that drone. Oh, absolutely. He would say, 
Well, Morgan, if we didn't have the drone, we wouldn't have the family photo in Florida with all of us. See? Because it's up in the air. No one could took, no one else could take the photo. That's an excellent point, David. <laughs> like, thank God for that one family photo in Florida. Way to defend your purchase. So what else did you buy? <laughs> I bought, okay, a steamer. I bought... A I, steamer and an iron? Oh, no. It was just a steamer. Did yeah. I say an iron? You did. It was just a steamer. Um, I Under eye patches, you know, to get rid of the dark circles. Have you ever seen those before? Have I ever seen dark circles? No, the eye patches. <laughs> I've never seen dark circles under your eyes. If that's no, what you're asking. I mean, the eye patches that people use to make your eyes less puffy. I need them. Uh, and a new water bottle. Okay. Because, you know, I've been going to Orange Theory Fitness. I've been working out, and I don't have a good water bottle. So this one is what I need. These don't seem like things that you would have to wait for Prime Day in order to get them. They were all on sale, yeah. though. It's like one of those things where, no, it's not like life or death. I need the steamer. Life or death. I need the eye patches. But when I see they're on sale, I will buy them. But you talking about Prime Day right now is the first time... That I have heard anybody talk about Prime Day today. Really? Like, I feel like there's no buzz on Prime Day. I mean, there's nothing. Like, I've heard more about the loose cow in Cleveland <laughs> today than I've heard about Prime Day. Yeah. And if you don't know about the loose cow, so this happened last night. There was a loose cow running around on the east side. It was around East 123rd Street in Oakland. Cleveland police were able to corral the cow. So congratulations to the Cleveland police, because I know the stakes were high. Do they know where the cow came from? I don't think they do. They're looking for the owner. There was a uh, there was a tag on the cow's ear that said punch. So they're thinking the the cow's name Aww. is punch. Is punch, punch the lost cow. or something? What happened to him? I don't know. But whatever it is, I don't think the cops were amused. <laughs> but um, but I hope I hope that punch had a good time. Running loose around the neighborhood. He probably milked that for all it was worth. Oh, I see what you're doing there, Bill. I see what you're doing there. Hey, Morgan, why was the cow running in the street? (laughs) Why? He was trying to get to the utter side. (laughs) Now, is this a real story or are you just making the story up so that you can make cow puns? No, that's a real story. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> because now you have me wondering if this was just your plan all along. No, there was a cow loose last night on the east side. Okay. I just don't, I don't like to make jokes during trending. Right. Because it's too dark. Well, it's not dark. Well, yeah, I mean there's stories Depressing. in there. Right. <laughs> I I keep the jokes away from trending. <laughs> well, I love all your cow jokes. Good uh, job. We have to make jokes. I I hope we're not going to make jokes about Natasha this morning. Natasha's going to be on during the Cleveland confessional. In fact, we probably shouldn't make jokes because Natasha is very self-conscious about what happened. And she's going to confess it, but she doesn't feel great about it at all. She's going to tell us about it coming up. Cleveland confessional on the way on the Q Morning Show. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. This is a safe space. Anything you want to tell us, you can go ahead and tell us. Get in touch with us either by text 216-474-0104. You can call us at the same number. Or you can send us a DM to our Instagram, which is at the Q Morning Show. 
This morning, we're talking with Natasha in Cleveland. Natasha, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead with your confession. Okay. So I'm pretty embarrassed about this, but I just kind of need to get it off my chest. Um, I sent a guy a nude picture of me the other day, and then he ghosted. Like, I got no response. Mm, Okay. So tell us a little bit of the backstory. How did, who is this guy? How did you, how long you've been dating? And then what prompted you to send the pic? Yeah. So like, I've been seeing this guy for over a month and honestly, it's been like going really well or like, that's what I thought it was. You know, we hung out a few times. He like, like all the dates were like really cute. Like we would go, you know, like, to each other's houses and like cook each other dinner, which would obviously lead to one thing or another. Mm. And um, we like did that a couple of times. And right before the Fourth of July, he went out of town for you know, like this business trip. He like travels for work a lot, and he then he went to California with some friends. Uh, and so like uh, like after that, so then I was just like, okay, we've been texting the entire time. And, like, I'm missing him. And I was like, so I guess I could send him a nude picture. He didn't ask me for it. But I was like, you know what? Like, this is, like, somebody I feel connected to that I, like, feel safe with. And so I just, you know, said, screw it. Caution to the wind. You know, like, sent him the, the photo. And he saw it. And 30 minutes after he looked, he did not respond. And then, like, an hour later, I was, like, obviously freaking out. So I sent him a text that said, like, hey, like, hey there. And he replied to that text, and he was, like, he's, like, sorry. Not even, like, the full sorry, like, S-R-Y. Oh, no. Sorry and busy. And I was, like, God. And he said that he'll text me tomorrow. And basically, I haven't heard from him since. So... What has been going through your mind? Like, what do you think might be going on with this guy? Well, I mean, like, a lot of things, you know, like, uh, I know he got back from his vacation on Sunday and he still hasn't texted me. So for me, this is like a red flag. And also, like, I'm just feeling super insecure. Like, I don't know. Everybody has body stuff. Like, it's not even like a like a gender thing. It's like men have body stuff, women have body stuff, everyone in between has body stuff. And so it's basically just like I'm just feeling super insecure. Like he is rejecting me for my body mm-hmm. that I like vulnerably sent via a phone. And like, granted, he could have like maybe something else going on, but. I just feel like if it was something else, he would have told me, like, I, or I would have appreciated him saying that to me, like, being more forward about, hey, like, I'm not that kind of guy, like, this isn't something that I enjoy receiving, or something like that. Like, I, but I felt like kind yeah. of like all guys like these things. Like, yeah. I've done this to one other time before, and like, I, I didn't receive any complaints then. Like, I thought I was all, I thought I was all the clear. You know what I mean? I was like, this other guy liked it, so like, he'll probably like it. You know what I mean? I was confident. I'm yeah. confident in my body. My, my mind is, is racing now trying to figure this out too. So let's unpack this a little bit. The picture itself, 
Um, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to send it to us to, so we can preview it or anything like that. No. But could you give us an idea of what was featured in the picture? Oh, yeah. It was just a, it was a topless photo. Topless. Okay. Yeah. But the thing is, also, it, he's seen them before. Yes, he's seen them before. I hate this conversation. <laughs> well, that's relevant to the conversation. I know, but I just so, hate it. It wasn't the first time that he was seeing them, so he was he saw them in person, and now he's seeing them over his phone. Right, I, so that's the argument you're trying to make, Bill, is that he's not rejecting you for your body because he's already seen it. That would have been done by now, right? Is that what you're trying to say, Bill? Yeah, my theory is something a little bit different. And, of course, I don't know this guy, so anything that I say is reckless speculation. I have my theory on what it might be, but let's jump into this. What should Natasha do? Should she contact this guy again? What can you do in a situation like this? 216-474-0104. Natasha sent a topless photo to a guy she's been seeing and no response back. The Cleveland Confessional, next on the Q Morning Show. Q104, it's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we're doing the Cleveland Confessional right now. And I'm reading the texts that are coming in at 216-474-0104. Uh, by the way, we should explain, we had Natasha on. Natasha in Cleveland, uh, she was seeing a guy for a few weeks. I think she said about six weeks. And they had... Their first, the way that I understood the story, they had their first intimate account, encounter before July 4th. Correct. And then he took off, this guy took off on a business trip, and then he went to California with some friends, and she was missing him while he was gone, and sent him a photo of herself. Correct. Where she wasn't wearing a shirt. You can use your imagination. Yeah. And I guess he didn't respond to the, to the, the picture right away. And uh, she said something like, she texted back like, oh, right. are you going to respond to this? And he, all he said was something, I'm busy, I'll text you tomorrow. And he's never texted back. So he's ghosting her now. And she sent a very intimate photo of herself, and she's feeling very self-conscious about it. Am I the only one in the room who thinks this relationship was done before she sent that picture? You're not. That's what you think, too? Yeah. Uh, let me just read some of the texts that are coming in. Like I was, I was thinking there might be some good advice or some support for Natasha, but everyone is just flame throwing her on the text. Um, she's so tacky. She has no oh, class. That's kind of me. <laughs> Natasha, you blew it. Have some respect for yourself. I mean, I people didn't... are going to do what they want to do regardless, but I just feel like. It is an un, it's an, it's a weird gray area though, where it's, it almost to me feels like she sent it to get some sort of validation, maybe because she felt like things were already going south. And then this kind of just. Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't seeing that. I was thinking that she felt comfortable enough about the night that they spent together that she felt comfortable sending a picture like that and didn't get the reaction that she wanted. But my theory on this whole thing is that perhaps, and, and there's really no way to know because we have so little information to go on, but I think the guy was probably one and done. Oh. Hit it and quit it. Maybe. Maybe. And therefore, it doesn't, the, the picture doesn't really matter at that point. 
He's he's already moved on. Right. And now I think Natasha should just move on as well. Take the loss on this one and learn the lesson. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be begging for anybody's attention. You know, Mm -hmm. when the right person comes along, they're going to give you the attention that you want and need without you having to go to whatever lengths you felt like you needed to go to here to get that person's attention. They're going to want to talk to you. You're not going to have to beg them. Yeah. And, and hold off on sending a picture like that <laughs> until, until you got that ring on your finger, girl. That's some good advice right there. <laughs> it's the Q morning show. Q one Oh four. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing. Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados. Like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12, precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs, but there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. All right, Morgan, let's meet our lovely contestants this morning. Yes, let's. First on the east side, we have Becky in Menor. She's caller 14. Good morning, Becky. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I am lovely. Let's meet your challenger from the city of Cleveland. It's Stephanie. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. All right, ladies. It's a best of four question challenge. Your name is your buzzer. Two questions from yesterday's game. So hopefully you were paying attention. Uh, But here we go. Question number one. What sport do the Harlem Globetrotters play? Becky. Stephanie. Becky. Basketball. Basketball is correct. Question number two. What part of the brain controls balance and movement? I heard Stephanie first. Me too. Frontal lobe? Not the answer we're looking for. Becky? Uh, Left side? (laughs) No. Okay, so after two days, we retire the question. The correct answer was the cerebellum. I knew that one was going to be hard. Okay, question number three. Becky, you're still in the lead with one correct answer. Name one of the two Jonas Brothers that hosts the new show, Claim to Fame. Stephanie? Stephanie? Nick? Nope. Nick was a guest yesterday. Becky, do you have a guess? Uh, Joe. Joe was also a guest yesterday. Why no love for these? There's only four of them. Yeah, no love for these two. Kevin and Frankie was the correct answer. All right. So, Becky, you could win with this. Stephanie, you have to get this right to tie. Question number four. How many colors are in a rainbow? Becky. Becky for the win. Seven. Seven is right, Becky. You did it. Justin's for Kevin and Frankie. They're always overlooked. (laughs) 
I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, Becky. Congratulations. You're going to see the new Barbie movie. Yay. I'm actually excited to see that. Uh, it should be the best movie of the summer. I've seen rave reviews. I think Tom, it looks great. Tom Cruise might argue with that. <laughs> by the yeah. way. Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> Thanks, Becky. It's Q104. Koi LeRae. It's players. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104, Morgan and Bill. So yesterday I was talking about how the travel baseball season for me and my family and my oldest son is winding down. Yes. Uh, but we're, you were happy about that, right? I Honestly, I don't know how, how I was going to feel. So I, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. Last night, the season ended. Oh, which means they lost, right? Yeah. So Aww. Will's my 12-year-old. He was playing for a river team, and they lost in the playoffs last night. So the, the season is over. And I didn't know how I was going to feel because it has been nonstop the past two and a half months of just me driving all over Northeast Ohio going to baseball games, not right. just for Will, but for his other team. He played for a team in Westlake. And then for my son, Drew, who play, also played for a, a, a travel baseball team. Right. So it's, I've seen a lot of Northeast Ohio, though. <laughs> I mean, I've seen cities that I might not usually go to unless uh, unless we were playing a baseball game there. So that's that's a plus. But last, yeah, I didn't know how I would feel last night, and so I was feeling it because they were down to the to the last inning. They had to to score like three runs to tie, and I just I had that lump in my throat. Right, like I was like, oh no, this this, this could is be it. it. Yeah, and I just started thinking about it, and I started thinking about this past season, and I'm like. Yeah, this is it. I think it's going to come to an end. And it did. So Aww. I was I was sad. I got a little emotional. And uh, yeah, so it's over. So I, I think I'm going to miss it. You think? I think I'm going to. But how soon does it start back up? Competitive sports? Yeah. Today at 1 o'clock, Morgan. What do you mean? Basketball starts today. No, you're lying. 1 o'clock. Today? Yes. No. Okay, so it's not... It's not a team. He's just going to a basketball camp. Will, this is my oldest Will. Still. Yeah. It's time. It's energy. It's money. It's all the things. Look, I'd love to give him like a vacation. It's just not. Life doesn't work that way. My gosh. Why are your kids so talented that they have to play every single sport? Well, he doesn't have to. And And it's an interesting debate that I think that you're you're hinting at there, Morgan. Because here, here's me last night. I'm doing my doom scrolling, laying in bed <laughs> right, on Instagram. Do. And I'm going to give, so this is not me talking. This is, uh, I'm going to give them credit, at Raising Well Kids. That's the Instagram post. Okay. And they posted this last night. And it made me feel a lot of things. I'm just going to read it to you. Uh, this was the post. I've never witnessed anything more competitive than the rat race of childhood. They want our kids to develop faster, to learn earlier, to participate in more. They want our kids to keep up with their peers, to excel in academics, and to thrive in sports. They want parents to rush and overschedule and overcommit. Let me tell you, the day we learn to let go of the expectations society has for our kids' childhood is the day their childhood truly begins. Oh! Shots fired. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Well, I didn't fall asleep quickly last night. (laughs) The wheels were turning. I'll tell you that. Uh, It's an interesting debate, and it's a 
debate that maybe we get into another day. I, I don't think we have the time for it now. But I don't think this person, I don't think at raising well kids is wrong. Right, here. right. However, here is the problem. And I, and I bring this up over and over. I don't feel like I'm pushing my kids into anything. I bring up suggestions. I say, hey, this is going on. Hey, do you want to do this? Tryouts is this day for this. And they want to do it. And they want to do it. They choose to do it. I give them the choice to what they want to do. And they make the choice on their own. And I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm pushing anybody into anything. But I don't also don't feel like they're wrong. But also... It's like, well, who's going to start? Who's going to who's going to be the first to back away? Because the kid that that backs away and stops training for sports or right, whatever, right. that they're the ones that are going to get left behind. The, the other kids are going to then get better, and they're going to jump over them in the uh, in the race in the to rat race in the rat race to make a team. Yeah. Oh, moral dilemmas. It feels like I'm so glad I don't have kids. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know what to do. Not yet. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting debate to have, but, um, yeah, I, I didn't feel all, I would love to give Will like a, a week's vacation. Yeah. Well, it's good for kids. I, you I know, wish, I wish he wasn't going to a basketball camp today, but he is, and he wants to go. Well, is this, are his friends there? I'm not sure. You don't know if your kid has friends? I don't know. I'll, when I drop him off today, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. And he went Will's friends here. I didn't, I Is don't he know. happy? Is he having fun? Please, he's, someone tell me. He seems happy. <laughs> um, here's, who, here's someone who wasn't happy. That's Morgan. That's me, yeah. Morgan was looking forward to something. And she... Is that is that the word you were looking forward to? Yeah, you were, of course. You were... What's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, you were... You were, it starts with an S. I can't think of what it was. I don't um, know. You were looking forward to something, and then David ruined it. He's going to be so mad at me for telling this story. That story is coming up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. So, Morgan, what did David do that just disappointed you. He's going to be so mad at me. Can I just start by saying I love my fiance? I rag on him a lot on this show, don't I? You know what? He's in town. He can call it in. <laughs> defend himself. Yeah, he can defend himself <laughs> if he wants to. He's a big boy. Right. But Put I, on your big boy pants, David. I, you can I handle it. just feel like, you know, we're engaged and we're just getting ready for married life. You know, and all of these little things come up as just a glimpse into my future and what married life with my fiance, David, is going to be like. So, David, as you know, we work strange hours. First, let me tell you, do you do the majority of the cooking in your house? (laughs) That would imply that there's actual cooking that happens (laughs) in my house. It's more heating things up. Right, right. That's what I do. I heat up frozen things. But you do it, right? Right now, I'm the one that does it the majority of the time because Paul is working a lot of afternoons and nights. Right. So I'm responsible for feeding my two children. Right. I, it's the same, you know, in my house where my evenings are a lot more free. A lot of times David is working late. And so I do the cooking, which I don't mind. And he does it sometimes. I'm not saying it's always me and never him. But yesterday, my lovely fiance, David, ruined our dinner. I mean, ruined it. (laughs) Ruined it because 
I was making a crock pot meal. We were making steak and potatoes in the crock pot. Very easy, right? But I was getting it ready hours in advance because, you know, it has to cook for five to six hours before Mm -hmm. we can eat it. So I'm preparing it at lunch as David is out in the kitchen. Also, we're just chatting and whatever. Everything's in the crock pot. I plug it in. I turn it on. I walk over into the living room and he says to me, can I use the toaster? And I was like, well, yeah, you can use the toaster. And he was like, yeah, but you got stuff like plugged in and stuff over here. I'm like, it's all right. Just make sure that you plug it back in when you're done. So he plugs, he unplugs the crock pot, mm-hmm. plugs the toaster in, makes a little avocado toast. And would you believe me if I told you he forgot to plug the crock pot back in? So I thought our dinner was cooking for six hours <laughs> only to open it up at six o'clock and see raw steak and potatoes in the crock pot because he didn't plug it back in. Now, how how is it that throughout the afternoon you did not notice the delicious smells of know. steak and potatoes? I just wasn't paying any attention. <laughs> I was not paying yeah. any attention. This is 10 percent on you. Yeah, I'll take 10%, but 90% on David. I will take 10% because I agree with you. See, I thought you were going to say that he he did he did plug the crockpot back in, but then he forgot to turn the crockpot back on. No, he literally, when he unplugged it, it was already on. Yeah. So he just pulled it right out of the wall and then forgot to plug it back in, even after I told him, yes, you can use the toaster, just plug the crockpot back in. He didn't do it. So dinner was ruined. Dinner was ruined. Well, not ruined, just not ready. <laughs> well, I mean, and at that point, I was like, this raw steak has been out all day. Mixed <laughs> in with these potatoes. Uh-huh. Can we even, is this edible? Is this next day edible? If I, I cook it overnight, I threw it away. Oh, I don't. I threw it away. What'd you guys eat for dinner last night? Pizza. We just- ordered a pizza. <laughs> I was so mad. Maybe that's what David wanted the entire time. (laughs) I know. Uh, Okay, so let's get into this. 216-474-0104. I was thinking of we could do how did your SO disappoint you, but I think that could be too broad. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to talk about (laughs) like in your relationship, around the house. Just how did they disappoint you? (laughs) Uh, Let's just do how did they ruin your meal? Like how did they ruin dinner? They were responsible for the meal that evening, and they just screwed they blew up. It. Just like David, they just ruined it. 216 474 0104. Eyes closed. That's Ed Sheeran. It's Q104. A chance to win tickets to see Ed Sheeran in Detroit this weekend, coming up after nine this morning. It's the Q Morning Show, and Charlotte's on the phone. Charlotte, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Tell us how your significant other ruined your meal. <laughs> so um, I I always cook dinner for my husband. Um, it's it's always me, and and that's fine. But you know, sometimes I want him to cook for me. And so the one time I asked him to do something, mm-hmm. bless him, he just he <laughs> he royally screwed it up. Okay. So what was on the menu? What was he supposed to prepare for you? Um, so we were having chicken quesadillas. I didn't think that would be that hard, but apparently it was. <laughs> Bill, if your wife asked you to make a chicken quesadilla, would you know what to do? Let me think. Okay. Tell me how he did it, and then I'll tell you. <laughs> well, actually, I'll tell you how I would do it. Okay. Okay. So I would take the uh, the, the quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
what what is, what is the thing? What is the the thing called? The tortilla. Yeah. All right. I would take the tortilla and I would put the chicken on it, and then I would put the cheese on it, mm-hmm. and then I would probably put it in the air fryer. Okay. How did your husband do it, Charlotte? Okay. Well, so I I laid everything out for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the tortillas, the cheese, all the fillings and seasoning, and raw chicken. Okay. So the chicken was raw. I guess. He thought he didn't have to cook the raw chicken before putting it in the quesadilla. No, stop! He put raw chicken with seasoning and tortilla and and was hoping it would cook through, but it didn't, obviously. So you put all the ingredients out for him, and he just put it together and gave it to you? Yes, basically, yeah. I mean, he cooked it, but he didn't cook the chicken first, and so... He, he cooked it so long, waiting for the chicken, that the tortillas were just completely br- Like, they were black. Oh. He cooked everything else but the chicken? Yeah. All right. So he thought by putting the raw chicken inside the tortilla that when heating the tortilla up on the stovetop that it would cook the chicken? Yes. Yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah. You gotta cook the chicken first. Yeah. Circling back, Morgan, circling back to a prior conversation that we've had on the show, uh-huh. do you have the idea that perhaps Charlotte's husband purposely screwed up this dinner so <laughs> Charlotte wouldn't ask him to cook dinner anymore? Well, Charlotte, are you gonna ask him to ever cook dinner again? Definitely. Not case of the Okay, well then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that you want. But you know, he tried at least, but you know. Did he try? <laughs> yeah. The jury's still out. I'm not so right. sure how your husband's getting through life, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.